You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. A big shout out to everybody listening all over North America. I am JR. It is the JR Sport Brief Show. I'm hanging out here with super producer and host Dave Shepard, and we're getting ready for the weekend. We're getting all set and ready for all of the the NFL wild card action. We're going to see who ends up choking. We're going to see who lives up to the hype. We're going to see who falls apart. And I'm going to be here with you for two more hours. This show gets started at 10 p.m. Eastern time, 7 p.m. Pacific. If you ever miss a minute, you ever miss a second, if you ever miss an hour, it's real simple. All you have to do is listen on the free Odyssey app and then go ahead and hit rewind. If you called me and you want to hear yourself, if you want to share it with a friend, Odyssey app, just search CBS Sports Radio and listen to the JR Sport Brief Show. You can listen to CBS Sports Radio every day, all day, wherever you're at. Let's take note of that, okay? If you want to talk to me here, it's real simple. We got a phone number. And so whether you're calling me on an iPhone or an Android or a rotary phone, or fax machine. Now, I don't know how you're calling me, but the number is 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. If you want to contact me on social media, if you can do it safely, if you're not driving, I am at JR Sport Brief. That's at JR Sport Brief all over the damn place. We got some interesting matchups over the weekend. We saved you some time right before the break. And we said we ain't going to talk about the Bills and Dolphins really too much because the Bills are going to wipe the floor with the Dolphins. Congratulations. We got some other matchups. We talked about the 49ers and the Seahawks. And uh, Pete Cowell sounds pretty defeated about it. He's like, yeah, thanks to the Lions, we're in the playoffs. Thank you, Lions. And we got to face the Niners. It's not going to be easy. This is what Pete Carroll had to say about this impending matchup. Really a great reward for our guys who've been working so hard. And, you know, you've been hearing us talk about it, to, to have this opportunity to keep going. Um, and uh, we're all excited about the fact that the way the, the, the day turned out yesterday, just so so sunk into the, the being Lions fans, man. We love the Lions. Uh, Coach Campbell did a great job with his crew, and they played a fantastic football game to, to get the win, to give us the chance. So um, we're going to try to do something with it. Uh, unfortunately, we're playing <laughs> the Niners, and they're loaded. And they're loaded and healthy and on a roll and about as hot as you could possibly get. And uh, doing it in a really commanding fashion, too, you know, with the young quarterback who's doing so well, um, just kind of would buck the odds, you know, that everybody would think you could do that. And uh, everybody in the media anyway. Um, so uh, um, we'll see how we, how we you know, get our guys back for this weekend. It's coming up quick with a Saturday ball game. Yeah, uh, uh, so, um, uh, yeah, uh, 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 49ers should wax the Seahawks. I mean, outside of the Buffalo Bills beating up on the Dolphins, the next matchup, and I don't care who the quarterback is, it could be Brock Purdy or your next-door neighbor Brock, Uh, They should handle the Seahawks. The Seahawks had an amazing season, especially moving on from their franchise quarterback and Russell Wilson. Not only do they go into the playoffs, they have Denver's draft pick, 
and they, they appear to have something that they can build on next year. Or maybe everybody in Seattle comes back down to earth and they're crap. But this season, all the credit in the world. We do have some competitive matchups that I'm really looking forward to. Sorry, by the way, it's not the Bengals and the Ravens. I expect the Bengals to handle the Ravens. But the Chargers and the Jags and the Vikings and the Giants are two matchups in two games that I am very, very eager to see. We'll get into the Giants and the Vikings shortly. Let's get into the matchup that's actually going to take place tomorrow between the Chargers and the Jags. We have not seen the Jaguars back in the playoffs since they went to the AFC title game. Jalen Ramsey was still on that team. Blake Bortles was the quarterback. They didn't make it, and the next thing you know, that team got blown to shreds, and that was all she wrote. Last year for the Jacksonville Jaguars, complete disaster. I can't even go through all of the ridiculous line items uh, with Urban Meyer. They gave this man the ultimate power, uh, to oversee every element, it seems, of the organization. And one of the things that he wanted to do after a loss to the Bengals was hang out at his own restaurant with a young lady who's probably half his age or less and wasn't even his wife. And that's just a start. And now they got a professional in. Now they have someone in who actually won a Super Bowl, who actually played quarterback in the NFL, and that's Doug Peterson. And I don't think it's any type of coincidence that Trevor Lawrence is finally living up to the potential that people saw in him when he was playing here in high school in Georgia, when he was playing in Clemson. And now he's he's realizing a little bit of that in the NFL, hanging out with Doug Peterson. The Jacksonville Jaguars finished the year at nine and eight. They were giving everybody a, a hell of a scare against the Colts. Uh, this past weekend it took a strip sack and a touchdown for them to win the game but they're on a five-game winning streak uh, over the past month and change Trevor Lawrence has thrown 14 touchdowns to two interceptions he can also do a better job holding on to the ball overall but they're moving in a positive direction I don't think people are complaining about Trevor Lawrence and, and, and his development because we've seen it it's nice to see ETN out there healthy 1,100 yards on the ground, 316 in the air. A Christian Kirk out there. Man, I didn't see this guy like this in Arizona. 1,100 yards and eight touchdowns. Can they do better defensively? Yeah, they can. They're still a young squad. They got Foye Oluokan from the, the Falcons, and this guy almost has 200 tackles. It's ridiculous what they've been able to do. And so the Jags are going to take on the Chargers, and Doug Peterson, the man that I just mentioned, He's happy to be back in the playoffs. But you know what? He wants to give credit to his players and not him. You know, I'm excited. I'm excited for the team, you know. Um, Take me out of it. And uh, I'm excited for the guys, you know. Uh, They've worked a lot, worked really hard to put themselves in this position, you know, and and where they've come from, you know, just just says a lot to the – just the leadership of the group. And and so I'm I'm happy for them. But, um, you know, it's definitely a team effort. You know, um, usually the head coach and quarterback get the get the praise and the blame. Right. So um, hopefully, hopefully we get the praise. I'm sorry, Doug. We can't take you out of it. You are a key factor in why this team is actually operating like it like a team and not some 
some sideshow on TMZ. We always get these conversations about the coaches and what you, he just said it. He's like, oh, coaches and quarterbacks get all of the blame and they get the praise. Yeah, because y'all are the tip of the spear. You can't win anything if your quarterback is completely ass out there, if he's just giving games away. And if you don't have the leader of a franchise who could actually round things out and pull everything together, be a CEO and help run the whole damn show, you're going nowhere. Yeah, this is a simple equation. Let's put Urban Meyer back out onto the field this year to coach the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, yeah, he didn't even last all of last season. But let's put him back out there. How's that going to go? Let's give Jeff Saturday, who we know doesn't have experience, let's just give him a full offseason with the Jags. And, you know, do we think it would go the same way? What do you think you have better odds of winning? With someone who's actually won and coached the Super Bowl winning team or a novice? Someone who has no experience or someone who's, who's quite frankly, maybe never even played or had a job as a head coach. And so, Doug Peterson, congratulations. Thank you for being humble. But he is a main and major reason as to why the Jacksonville Jaguars are here in the playoffs. And all things being equal, I don't think this is going to be the end of them making the playoffs. Not by any stretch. Uh, If you think about the other teams in their division, the Jacksonville Jaguars are the team that have a a clear line of of ascension. Derrick Henry going to be running around trucking people by himself forever? Or is Malik Willis going to turn into the second coming? We know Tannehill is cooked. The Tennessee Titans, trending down. I just mentioned to you the Indianapolis Colts. This is a team looking for a quarterback. This is a team looking for a coach. Where are they trending? Down. Do do I really need to get into the depths of the Houston Texans? They've been a disaster for the past several years. Hiring stop gaps as coaches. They still need to find a coach and a quarterback. Where are the Texans going? Where are they trending? Nowhere right now. They got some hiring to do. We know where they've been. This is high time for the Jacksonville Jaguars to continue climbing up the ranks in the AFC over the next several years. Trevor Lawrence may be moving into, I don't know, MVP conversation. Not too shabby this year when you throw for 4,100 yards, 25 touchdowns, and eight interceptions. Not too shabby. I'm real interested to see what Trevor Lawrence does next year. And he he spread the ball around this year all over the place. Let's see what the Jags do. And this is going to be a fun matchup because on the opposite side, it's the Chargers. Somehow, some way, they find a way to choke. Anthony Lynn is not here anymore to blame. You can lay everything now at the feet of Brandon Staley. Like, I don't know. Mike Williams destroying his back in a finale that means absolutely nothing to the Chargers in their standings. Oh, yeah, sure, the, uh, the number one wide receiver who's been available, let's just put him out there. And now his back is busted. I'm still shocked every time I see Keenan Allen play football. And then Austin Eckler, 
who led the world in touchdowns this year, Justin Herbert will be looking for him going, help me, help me. The Chargers are back in the playoffs for the first time since 2018. Justin Herbert will be making his playoff debut. And it should be fun, right? I told you they haven't been since 2018. Justin Herbert, who isn't one for many words, he talked about this first playoff game, and this is what he had to say. If there was extra fire in my, in my belly this week, it would imply that I, I didn't have enough uh, during the regular season. So I think we're treating it like another game because we give our, our best effort week in and week out. And, um, you know, this is just another great opportunity to go play football. And this team is a special. Uh, we're looking forward to the challenge, the opportunity um, of going out there and playing football. Oh, Justin Herbert sounded a little excited about his first playoff game. I saw that there were tickets in Jacksonville to go to the game, I think, for, I don't know if it's at 45 bucks or 75 bucks. That place is going to be full. Jaguar fans are going to be ready for football. And this should be, I say should be, a close game. I wouldn't be surprised if this turned into a little bit of a shootout. The Chargers can go out there and and, and score with the best of them, but it's going to be difficult with no Mike Williams. We know Justin Herbert. I'd be shocked tomorrow if he didn't throw the ball like 40-plus times. Their defense, on the other hand, can leave a lot to be desired. And so I think we're in store for a close game between the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Chargers and the New York Giants and the Minnesota Vikings. I think those are the two those those are the two games that I think have the potential to maybe go down the wire. None of these teams are perfect. They're all flawed. This isn't the Buffalo Bills beating up on uh, the third stringer. It's not the Cincinnati Bengals just destroying the Ravens who uh, we'll talk about that. Sammy Watkins is saying some crazy things, man. These should be close games. Whether it's because of injury or whether it's because of uh, lack of defense, the Chargers can't stop the run for nothing. ETN should have a field day out there. I'm going to go with the Jacksonville Jaguars by the skin of their teeth. And really only because they're at home and because Brandon Staley is too stupid to not put one of his key weapons on the bench instead of on the field in a Broncos game. That means absolutely nothing. And I also got to go with experience based on that as well. Peterson has been to the dance. Staley is just showing up. And he's already made a big mistake before he even played or coached a playoff game. And so I'm going to go with the Jags. I'm not expecting nothing much out of either one of these teams. Whoever wins this game is probably only going to win one playoff game. I don't think there's no magic carpet ride for the Jags or the Chargers. But for this one, at least, I'm going to go with the Jaguars at home. And then we get one more playoff game to watch Trevor Lawrence run around and watch his hair flop all over the damn field. And I know Doug Peterson does not want the credit, but he certainly deserves it because he helped lay the foundation for the Jacksonville Jaguars to actually be a football team and not a clown show. Let's see if the Chargers win. It'll be a close one. But maybe this time they don't choke. 
I'm going with the Jags, though. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to come back and get to some of your calls, and then we'll also talk about this other matchup that I think will be close. It's the Vikings and the Giants. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. I've been listening to you maybe 10, 11 months, and I always appreciate you being poignant, intelligent, and exacting when you have to be. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. I'm going to pick up the phone lines in a second 855 212 4CBS. We just talked about the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Chargers. I'm going to go with the Chargers at home. Excuse me, the Jaguars at home. Uh, I think it'll be a close one. It might be a field goal type game. But I believe in the experience of Doug Peterson. I don't have too much confidence in Brandon Staley. I already know Justin Herbert is going to have to throw the ball around about 50 million times. And it's unfortunate that Mike Williams will not be out there due to his back injury that he didn't have to sustain because it wasn't necessary for him to play in the last game against the Broncos. A matter of fact, their head coach, Brandon Staley, uh, yesterday he talked about the status of Mike Williams, and this is what he had to say. He's progressing, getting treatment, and uh, just trying to get him as much rest as possible for Saturday. And... You know, we're hoping that he can make it to the game. Just, I mean, how he feels on game day and then just being able to go out there and, you know, work out and feel good. And um, in terms of the game plan and stuff like that, that's not a problem. But just uh, being able to go out there pregame, work out, feel good, and, um, you know, give it a go. Yeah, that was yesterday. Today, we found out the man has a fracture in his back and that uh, it would take a Super Bowl run for us to basically see this man. And so all things considered, you could say that Mike Williams' season unfortunately, is over. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Dylan. Dylan is calling from San Diego. What's up, Dylan? You're on CBS Sports Radio. Um, I think I heard you say Chargers at home, no? Yeah, and I corrected myself, and I said <laughs> Jaguars at home. No, I'm just kidding, JR. I appreciate you. Uh, short-time listener, first-time caller, but... Appreciate your voice on the radio. Um, I mean, with the Chargers game, I think, honestly, the defense being probably the best unit on the field of that day and the fact that Herbert converting those fourth downs I think will be the difference in that game. Okay. Now, what about the Jaguars? I mean, they they just they don't, they don't exist. They don't have an offense. They don't play at home. They don't have experience. They don't have their weapons. They definitely do, but like you said, Eckler, most touchdowns in the world. You know, I think he's going to be a, a serious target, obviously. And, you know, Mike Williams, pretty unfortunate, but hopefully we'll be able to see him a little bit later down the stretch. Oh, man. You think that the Chargers are going to go to the Super Bowl? Man, I'm from San Diego. You know, all we have is hope. All we can oh, do wow. is hope. Wow. 
I mean, you, you pretty much put a stamp on everything you said. Hey, uh, good, <laughs> g- good luck to the guys, okay? I uh, appreciate it. All right, thank you, Dylan, for calling up from San Diego. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Move them up to Los Angeles for no damn reason, but don't – well, I know the reasons, money, but don't get me started. 855-212-4CBS. George is calling from Maryland. What's up, George? Yes, sir. Can you hear me? I hear you loud and clear. You're live. Go ahead. Okay. Jacksonville. Um, I believe they are going to beat the Chargers, as you said. I mean, uh, the, the fight that they've put in thus far is just a, a improvement of what they are as a team. I mean, they they can't really do anything more to prove themselves. Yeah, and I'm calling you as a, a Cowboys fan. Okay. So you're, you're just I've waiting on the game on Monday. your night. show as a Cowboys fan. And I, I believe you are a, a Commanders fan. What? Who are you? Conf- J- me, George? What? George, do you, George? I got a question for you. Calling it, George. You're supposed to call the 49ers. Hold on, hold on, shot. George, do you, do you know who I am? Yes, you are Jr. from the Jr. Sports Brief Show. Oh my God! So yeah, you know who I am. You think I'm a command? How, why do you think I'm a Commanders <laughs> fan? Uh, I apologize if I am wrong. Uh, no, you are. You, you're very wrong. I'm just, if anything, I spend most of my time uh, telling everybody how terrible the owner is. I don't. Uh, I don't feel then, anything. Then you agree with me? Yeah, I don't um, feel I, anything I about the days the when I was a, a young kid watching the uh, what then was the Redskins and. The Cowboys yeah. is going at it, and you just look forward to that game. Okay. All but, right. um, well, yeah, they're I, not in the playoffs. I, I, I agree but, uh, with you about the Jaguars. I, I believe uh, okay. they are going to win. All right. Well, thank you, George. Appreciate you, man. It should be a fun one, and it's the Saturday night game. Shep, what were you saying? I'm sorry. Shep? Shep is busy. He's over here making all the money. In the no, world. no, I just no. We got people bringing in left and right. What else is new? What did you say, Jr.? I'm sorry about I that. Know. What did What did you say? I, you, you said something. No, while George was call, George was calling in about the 49ers and the Seahawks, and then he right. brings up the Jaguars, Chargers, and then he confuses you with someone else in Washington. The only yeah, time you're in Washington say. is for Special Olympics. That's the only time you've ever brought up the fact that you've been in Washington. That's it. What did he say? It was Special Olympics what? The only time you've, you have you do obviously the media for the movement tour, so you've pretty much been every single location in this country. That's the only time you have mentioned being in Washington. That's it. Right. Right. Yeah, so I, I guess he, 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 th- he thinks I'm broadcasting <laughs> from D.C.? Right. And I could be. I'd be in D.C. and people don't even know it. Well. I don't need people to know where I'm at all the time. That's, a, that, that. that's a true statement. But the point is. Right. He was all over the place with that phone call. Yeah, he was. And, and and if your name is George, that's a that's a very prestigious, reputable name. I mean, we're George. talking Foreman and Washington and Prince. Allen and Prince. Seifert. Prince. That's a, that's a good one too. Which one was Prince? Which one was Prince George? Uh so Prince George. Prince George. Well, actually, that would take away from the reputation of George because that's not. I I don't think he was a very good. Uh, 
because there was King George. There was King King yeah, King George. Who the hell are we up to now? What are these guys' names? No, but I'm referring to Georges in sports. No, like I know Tate, that. Like Tate George is another one, obviously. I know that. Paul George. Or, yeah, I know that. Yeah, but not not Paul George. On the Royal well, George they, side, they missed him tonight. Who is? Forget that. Right. Who are the Who are the Royal? What What are, what are we up to? George now? is William's son, I believe. George William. I'm pretty sure George is William's son, who obviously we know was King Charles's son. So wait, so wait, wait, so wait, wait, William wait. is second in line to the throne. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. The queen is gone. She passed away a couple months ago. We're aware of this. Yes. What's her? That's her son is Charles. Yes, sir. After her son Charles, he has two boys with Diana. Uh, it was he, William and Harry. William and Harry. Harry basically ostracized and alienated himself from I the know whole that. royal He's monarchy. With Meghan. Right. Somebody is some. Somebody is George right now, though, right? Right. No. George, no George is. Will, I, I'm ninety. I, I'm not looking this up. I'm almost positive. George, I believe. Is William's oldest son? William's oldest son with uh, what's her name? Kate. With 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 yeah, Kate. She I think she uh, Kate, but I think she goes by Catherine, the oh, the, the, the princess of Duchess. Oh, because because she's a royal, she Correct. can't be Kate. She has to be Catherine. <laughs> Correct. Okay. Yeah, she can't be. I you didn't know, know they had two. They had two kids. I didn't know that. I'm pretty sure they have two kids. Yeah, and. and I give Harry him credit, by the way. Harry has two kids, too, right? They, they do. I give that guy a lot of credit, by the way, because not, he's, not our, he's not our prince. I'm not calling him prince. Harry. Or Harry and William, yeah. William right. ha- is a good-looking guy, has all the money in the world, Ooh. and he's being natural about his uh, receding hairline. Oh, he's bald. He's been bald for a while, and he no, hasn't no, no, done no, a thing about not. it. No, 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 he's not. He's close. He has, like, the, close. the cat butt. He's no. close to bald, though. The sides? Yeah. He has it's bald at the top, and then he still keeps like the sides. Well, he makes Karl Malone look like Jalen Rose. Well, with the bald spot. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking Karl Malone. His late days with the Jazz, when he had basically no hair left, and Jalen Rose had he like made a deal with the devil to have like his his hairline. I'm not gonna say anything about that man's hair. Got it. He's very uh. Anyway. <laughs> Got it. And yeah, I mean, well, God bless everybody with with and without hair. Yeah. You were yeah, you were blessed with you were blessed with the hair gene, by the way, my friend. Yeah, I got a I got a whole afro here. Yes, this is just COVID hair, and it's still here. You were blessed, man. It's just how it is. Most well, people I, in radio don't have that kind of hair. That's why they. Are, that's why I'm surprised you're not in, in doing uh, television too, along with radio every day. People in radio don't have hair. Why is that? There's a lot. Well, that's why a lot of people are on radio. Because they don't have hair. There you go. Maybe if they stopped screaming all the damn time, it wouldn't fall out. That's a good point. Just a little bit of advice. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to take more of your calls about the, the full slate of NFL games we have this weekend. We're going to talk about the Vikings, the Giants. We'll talk about some upsets. I saw a basketball game tonight that almost had 70,000 people for an NBA game. We got a lot to do here on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. What you have, you can't even put a price on it because you have a platform and you always handle your platform with responsibility. And for that, I look up to you and I respect you and I appreciate you. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. 
I know we've been talking about the NFL playoffs and the games that will take place this weekend. In a few minutes, we'll get into the the Vikings and the Giants. I'm going to get to your phone calls. There were two NBA games that really stood out to me tonight as I sat here in the studio. Um, One just went to a final. The Denver Nuggets without Nikola Jokic. He has a wrist injury. Uh, The Nuggets beat the Clippers in L.A. 115-103. to This game stood out to me because I saw Kawhi Leonard actually playing basketball. He played 38 minutes of basketball, 24 points, 10 of 20 from the field, and sure, they still lost. And uh, he played basketball, so there's no Paul George. What else is new? Anyway, in San Antonio, I've been hearing about this for a few weeks now. Shout-outs to all my folks listening uh, in Texas down in San Antonio. The Golden State Warriors came to town, and they didn't just play in the arena. They decided to play a basketball game in the Alamo Dome, a former home of the Spurs, and they set an NBA record tonight. I don't know the exact number. doesn't matter to me. 68,000 folks showed up to watch Steph Curry and Klay Thompson play about 23 minutes. Steph Curry had 15 points. Thompson had 144. The final score, 144 to 113. Greg Popovich was not lying at the beginning of the season when he said, don't expect us to do a damn thing. Because all the Spurs are doing is trying to develop talent and then maybe get their hands on that seven foot four French basketball freak, Victor Wembenyama. It's uh, the most points they've ever given up in the Alamo Dome. God bless them for only having to play there once this year. Some of those views... Just, uh, I guess the tickets were going for like 10 bucks. 68,000 people in the Alamo Dome. It's a lot of folks, man. Hey, Shep, would you pay that much to sit upstairs? You need binoculars, man. With Steph Curry and playing, absolutely. You wouldn't see nothing. I, I would I would wear uh, very strong prescription glasses, or I would bring binoculars, and it's a chance to see one of the 15 greatest players in the history of the sport. He's still playing at a, at a primetime level. Yeah, he is. I'd rather watch on television. That's true, too. Hey, 68,000 people. Not me. I'm staying home. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Let's go ahead and get to these phone lines. We got Joe calling from Houston. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, Yeah, sure. How you doing? I got a question, if you don't mind. Sure. Jaguars are a good team. But I really like to know how they turn around. What's the you're saying the head coach, right? Yes. But I'm saying I believe he's got a better offense line. I'm hang up and listen. Thank you. Oh, well, thank you, Joseph, for calling from Houston. That that very well might be the truth. I'd be sitting here lying to you if I told you it was, it was just the offensive line. But I think more importantly, it's the coach. What I said I wouldn't do is tick off all the garbage and nonsense from Urban Meyer last year. Do I need to? Like, you can't have a team if you don't have a leader. The Khan family basically said, Urban, come here, man, just run the whole thing. He's never, he's never worked with grown men. Telling everybody in, in, in preseason games and training camp that they need to hydrate? I mean, the kicker accused him of of kicking him. 
look, I can't sit here and break down the Jacksonville Jaguars offensive line. I can't do that. But I sure as hell know whether it was crap or better that it comes down to the coach, man. Urban Meyer, come on. 855-212-4CBS. Lewis here from Rochester. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hi, JR. Good evening. Listen, when you and Shep engage in tangential banter, you guys are hilarious. Um, that that take on the Royals there was um, funny as heck. But anyway, I'm I'm calling, um, and, and that's why you have a great show. In addition, the subject matter, I'm calling on um, the uh, San Francisco 49ers in Seattle. I think you're underappreciating that Seattle might have a chance to upset them. Well, everybody um, has a chance. I, I made that clear. They have a chance. I don't think it's a high one. I think they have a 20% chance, if you ask me. Well, I, I think here's, here's why I think that they could do it. I think San Francisco had a really poor game in Chicago in a uh, monsoon, and it's supposed to rain really bad tomorrow all, all day, including during the game. But not just that. Um, they played a close game three weeks ago. Uh, only, uh, San Francisco only scored 21 points on them. Uh, they won by eight. Like the one fan earlier called, I guess there were opportunities for uh, Seattle to maybe tie it or whatever. Well, Lou, that was in regards to the last game. That that's not going to have too much to do with this game because this is going to be the first game that everybody on the offense, all of the the skill position players, are actually going to be healthy. It has something to do with it because that's the only game that San Francisco scored. Uh, 21 points in the I, last six. I, I, I just, scored over well, 35. Well, Lou, Lou, I just told you that tomorrow's game will be the first game that all of their offensive weapons will be available to Brock Purdy. And so if you're going to tell me of what they only did in the last game, I can only tell you in so many different ways that they didn't have their full disposal of weapons there. And this will be the first time that they do. Okay, I understand that. That's pretty compelling, all right? Not compelling. This is just a fact. Well, um, I, th- I think uh, Pete Carroll was playing a little bit possum there, like you were okay. playing possum with the details of the Royals. So we'll see what happens. It's going to be really interesting. Okay. Well, thank you, Lou, for calling from, from Rochester. I don't think Pete Carroll, what is he playing possum about? He wasn't born yesterday. He was born, what, 71 years ago. He ain't no stupid man. He knows the 49ers are tough. What What's to play possum about? The Seahawks' last couple of games, they've been 3-3. Three and three. Their rookie running back, who's been running everybody wild, has been running around with an ankle injury. Here, let me just make comparable numbers. Seahawks, 3-3 three and three recently. The 49ers, 10 straight victories. Even if we have to factor in the, the rookie quarterback, Brock Purdy, he's 5-0. and The 49ers have the best defense, scoring defense in the entire NFL. The Seahawks scoring defense is in the bottom third. Like, what are, where are we playing possum? 
This is all right in front of us to see. So, I mean, what are we doing here? There's a reason the Seahawks will be underdogs. And we have to see what happens. Can they win? Yeah, of course they can win. That's why we're going to watch, to see if they can win, to see who wins. The 49ers will just be favored. 855-212-4CBS. Tim is calling from Maryland. Go ahead, Tim. Hey, JR. Hey, look, you know, I, I call you, like, quite often, and I'm on my way home from work, like, always. And what do I hear? You talking about the queen and, you know, King uh, Prince Henry? Henry? I'm like, Harry. I'm like, what, yeah, what in the heck's going on with that? Um, I was like, I was like, you know, but the one thing I would do want to say is I think San Francisco is going to spank the crap out of Seattle. So I think so. I mean, but well, we, we'll see I'm if it sorry. Happens. I just, we don't have you to know, wait. it's like, I love your show, man. I, I listen to you every night when I go home from work and damn, man, I go home and what do I hear? Talking about England. Wow. But what do you want me to talk about next? Uh, the Redskins. Oh, man, they suck. I don't want to talk about them. <laughs> I, I did talk about, hey, uh, last week, have you seen the mascot, the pig? No, you know what? You know, I, I don't even want to go there, JR, because that, that just all it does is tick me off. I, I major, just, I don't major even want to tutty, go there. Major tutty you know? ticks you off? Yeah, it takes me off. I mean, it's like, you know, the owner is has no, I don't know. It's just, it's ridiculous. You know, it's really, really ridiculous. And, you know, I mean, look at all the guys that, uh, you know, are in the Hall of Fame or trying to get in the Hall of Fame. They're trying to sue the guy because right. of that, you know. It, well, well not know. because of Major Tutty. Not because of Major Tutty. No. I don't know. I don't know. It's just it's okay, you know. Tim, I, don't worry I don't know. It. The whole, the whole, the whole team ticks me off. You know, okay. the whole thing, the owner, and all that. Well, I want, I want you to be in a good mood. So uh, allow me to tell everyone about Major Tutty again. Okay, Tim. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Well, thank you for calling from Maryland. Major Tutty is, uh, he's the new mascot of the Washington Commanders. He's like Miss Piggy with a helmet on, except for he's maybe like eight feet tall. And for whatever reason, you know, when I think about football, sure, you can have a goofy mascot, right? You can have a goofy mascot. The uh, I'm, I'm thinking off the top of my head here. The Jacksonville Jaguars have a goofy mascot. He's stupid. He's a Jaguar. He's yellow with green, purple spots, orange spots. I don't know. He looks stupid. Uh, Shep, tell me about a diff- another mascot. The, Kansas City Chiefs, what is that? The, the red thing. Is he a horse? I have no idea. When I, whenever I think of mascots, I don't even go to football. I go to baseball. And I think of the Philly mascot, and I think of the sausage oh. fest that they the, – the, you know what no, I mean? No. The, the races no, that no, they see, do. No, no, see, but just, just not the sausage race. Right. But in NFL, the, he's, a, he's a, a wolf, the Chiefs mascot. I can't tell you the last time. I paid attention to a mascot in the NFL. The only thing I know about mascots is Rocky, and that's only because the Broncos have sucked for what seems like for a decade. Rocky uh, – The horse. He's a white horse, right? In in Denver, yes. 
is he a real horse or is he a mascot? He's both. They have a real – I know they got a real horse. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, no, seriously. I think it's a real horse. I think that is the mascot for the Broncos. I know I know he's the mascot. I know Rocky the mascot for the Nuggets. Oh, yeah, you're right. There's a horse. Right. His name – is his name Rocky, though? I don't think his name is Rocky. Th- oh, Thunder, Thunder, Thunder. I have good call, JR. Thunder, yeah, Rock- that's, that's right. Yes. That's, that's from the Nuggets. No, no, I'm pretty sure Thunder – See, I don't. I, no, we, Rocky. Rocky yeah. is the mascot for for the Nuggets. For the Nuggets. And the Thunder is the mascot for the Broncos. I guess. Yes, but that's the only. That is the only oh. mascot that stands out to me in football because I. I don't think people pay attention to mascots in football. I think they you, do in you, baseball. They do and in I, basketball. We think of the I, gorilla. We think of the Suns and the guy. The one of the best athletes we've seen in all the sports is the mascot for the Suns and the dunks. Stop talking about NBA mascots. <laughs> Fair enough. We're making the point here that there are no good NFL men. Well, that's not true. My apologies to uh, Freddie the Falcon. Who? Freddie the Falcon. I've never heard of Freddie the Falcon. I know him. That's my man. I know Freddie the Falcon. Is he the one that's getting Arthur Blank to stop dancing? No. I haven't seen Arthur <laughs> Blank dance in a while. He's done it a lot. Been a long, there's nothing to dance about. Yeah, well. But there's Freddie the Falcon. There's Thunder the Horse. And now there's Tutty, Tutty the Pig. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you have okay, I get it. It's one thing to have a fun mascot. Like the pig, Tutty doesn't even look like a huge. He, he doesn't look like he can move. He he looks like they're getting ready to just stick him on a stake and start fr- like frying him. Yeah. I'm gonna talk more NFL playoffs. Not mascots though. No, I'm gonna talk about this stupid pig when we come back. <laughs> I am. It's stupid. On CBS Sports Radio, dumb pig. <laughs> 